Where are we going? Over the top. It's time to go over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. What's up, what's up, what's up? Hello, Atlanta. It is Wednesday. It is 4 o'clock Eastern time. And you know what that means. It's time for Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Yep, yep. In West Midtown. I do this every week. I always, like, change where we're actually broadcasting from. Well, I mean, I guess it's funny. I'm like, sometimes it's Atlanta, sometimes it's Midtown, sometimes it's West Midtown, sometimes it's, like, on the brink of Buckhead. As long as you just say the S word. What? Smyrna, you know. Just, no, yeah, that's exactly. not, we're nowhere near Smyrna. Exactly, you can't say the S word in, no. in Fulton County. No. They got oh, some, you can't. No, no, they got some beef with the Braves ever since that. You know. Oh right. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah. Well, listen, there's no beef here, on according to Michelle. We're all love. It's all love. I'm everybody's friend. We saw that with all the elections that happened yesterday. Oh, <laughs> all every, yeah, there was a lot I'm going like, on. Why is everybody? Running. Why yeah. are all my friends running for all the same stuff? Yeah, I saw. You know, it's like I saw a lot of names, and then as I'm going through it, it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute, bruh. Like yeah. <laughs> it's just, uh. Yeah, but you, I'm sure you did the right thing. Of course. And all you, you did the right. You, you showed up. You voted. That's all you had to do. But anyway, welcome to everybody. I'm so honored to be here with you every Wednesday. We take you right on home. Hopefully, you're gonna be walking out of your offices and listening to us. And my two amazing guests that we have in studio today. I got to make sure I give a shout out. I wanted to say special first. Special before shout out? Yeah. Okay. A special shout out to all of our iHeart radio listeners and to everybody that's going to hear this on Team Replay on iHeart. You know, all you got to do is go to your iHeart app. Search for Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. My face comes up. You're welcome. Yep, the only one. We made the sure. The only of it. one. And uh, and you can listen to this on iHeartRadio. And you can listen to it literally on any podcast platform. Yep, if you're just too lazy to get the app, we got Spotify, Apple Music. Like, There's no excuse. It's okay? everywhere. We're everywhere. <laughs> Is that... That's nah. my evil, evil laugh. We got to get a voiceover for that. That'd be okay. hilarious. Okay. All right. What's up, Facebook? <laughs> Hello. And Instagram. Instagram is always so loyal to us. Instagram comes through all the time. Give me a couple people I need to say hey to on Instagram. Okay. You got my man, Ray. What's up, Ray? Also, uh, hold on. Amani. Uh, Amani. Hello. Amani. Okay. That's enough. I, I can't. Yeah. Maybe. It's fine. Just give me some more names later. Type type it in the chat. Okay. Guys, you know that you can call in and talk to me or my guest, 404-603-8770 at 5.30 for the Ask Michelle segment. Or you can just put something in the chat if you're on Instagram, at Michelle Taylor Willis, or Facebook, at Michelle T. Willis. You can put it in the chat, and we're going to put the phone number in there, too, so that you guys will know that you can call in. At 5 o'clock, we got Senseless Shenanigans brought to us by our favorite... AP in the house. Aww. That would be Jarrell. Jer- I love I that. I said the favorite. Yeah, You're actually the only, only. one. I'll know. take it though, because there's there's others maybe. Just you There know. could be others. But I am the favorite. Apparently. But you are the favorite. It's no, like yeah, I tell we, my uh, kids, you're my favorite 15-year-old. That, oh, I was going to say, how do you do that? Because you got, you know, it's only just 15, one or Yeah, two. I saved myself from <laughs> all of that. Favorite 23-year-old, favorite 15-year-old, favorite 13-year-old. Does it ever change? You know, as I get older, it's like, yeah, you're my oh, favorite. Oh, I change it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, literally, D-day. Pace just turned 11. 
Like, so I was like, you're my favorite 10, I mean, 11-year-old. Yeah. yeah. He's not going to play that game. Yeah. And I'm like, who's your favorite mom? That's a... Uh... So listen, this is a dangerous <laughs> game to play because I asked my son this one time about four years ago. Oh, And he can... said, Granny. Yeah, I was about to say, there's, there is one more step. He said, Granny. I was like, wait, Granny is your favorite mom? I mean, and he said, yeah, because she makes the best carrot juice. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's the simple things. It is sometimes. Just, it's, the basic. it's not that you raised them for over, you know, umpteen years. Not or... raising significance. No. Shout out to my book. <laughs> Shameless plug. Hey, you know, if you love your grandma, that means you love your mom, okay? I, yeah, because, I mean, she made me. Yeah. Even if it was, you know, even if it wasn't your mom, it's still, it's still your grandma. So, you know, like if it was your husband's mom, you know what I mean? Like... Still. Well, no, it's totally different because then it wouldn't be me. But no, I mean, it's not you, but it's still grandma. You know what I mean? You can respect and a guy who loves his grandma. not me. Okay. I see where the basis of the conversation is going. Yeah. That's no problem. Yeah. I'm not mad at you. All right. So <laughs> I hate you shouldn't be mad at me because all I try to do is love you, bro. Uh, and that's no problem. <laughs> so I hate to do this, but I'm going to do it because I feel like we've got to at least recognize and um, take a moment for all the families that lost their children and families in that ridiculous event from yesterday. Yeah, that was was sad, man. I mean, I don't understand people. No, I really, and it's, I was just in, you know, I just got back from San Antonio. I was like right around that area. So. Did not know that, but okay. Oh, I, I didn't tell you. No, it's okay. Don't worry about me. Goodness gracious. No, yeah, got, just got back in town. So just being there, I'm like, how, you know, when you just leave a place, it's like how I was just there. You know? It's crazy. Ugh. I don't know. I, I, I can't understand how this keeps happening. It's like, it's not the world. I would love to say that America is getting better. And it, they 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 do things to make you feel like it is. Yeah. But then something like that happens, or Buffalo happens, or say, you know in Atlanta we see craziness all the time. All the time. Unfortunately, but all the time, you know. And I gotta tell you, like I don't, I mean, I don't have the answers, and I don't, I don't like to complain without having answers. But if I wonder if God is like, I, I give up. <laughs> You know, I, I, I mean, like, I, you know what? If I were God, which I'm not, but if I were God, I would Noah's Ark this place. I'm just saying. I would flood and be like, no. Nah. I thought, God's like, you know what? I thought I was only going to have to do this once, but. No, not, not once. But y'all just, y'all make it so hard. I mean, am yeah, I this, right or am I wrong? This global warming thing, I mean, it could be, you know. Huh? Could be it. Hey, it could be. We're just the pretending like it doesn't it exist. The next time it rains, the next time it rains. For more than like four days straight, I okay. just want y'all to understand. Just go ahead and get ready and be like, "We heard you heard it here first on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis." She called it. She said, "God was gonna Noah's Ark us." Well, again, thank you for being very specific because I thought you were just gonna say rain in general. I was like, you know, it rains like in an hour, right? <laughs> no, I mean for four <laughs> for days, four straight days for yeah. four straight days. Four then days, you know four it's nights. Coming. Four days and four nights. Okay. I feel and like when you good... start seeing like two of everything. <laughs> You know, it doesn't have to be animals, but like just two, like just no two of every animal. Like okay, oh, so you would like if you see two lizards, you'd be like, oh, oh nah, here we go. Nah, that's a little bit too specific. Just take shelter, is all I'm telling you. (laughs) 
I mean, we got monkeypox. Oh, let's not even talk about that. That's I thought that was a joke. I'm not gonna be. Um, Somebody said that to me. I thought they said monkey paw. I'm like, you mean the monkey's paw? That's a great club. I've been there several <laughs> times. It's so much fun. Highly recommend. Why are y'all complaining about monkey paw? I have some of my best nights at monkey paw. <laughs> And they're like, no, monkey pox, yeah. Michelle. Now she's looking like an activist for monkey pox. I'm like, monkey pox is dope. I mean, they serve great drinks. Nah, these are different drinks. Yeah. These are, <laughs> these are, monkey pox. I, I, I kind of, I don't want to say it snuck up on me, but with all the craziness going on in the world right now, that definitely was not on my radar until very recent. Re- yeah. yeah. Well, everything's going to sneak up on you when it's election season. That is true. That, ooh, that's scary. That's true. Everything, because that's what they do. Am I right or am I right? Wrong. Coach Mustafa, 100% right. who is one of our guests today. Yes, I'm right, right? Yeah, 100%. Am I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking truth over here, aren't I? Big fact. You didn't even know you were going to get all this, did you? <laughs> and I wasn't expecting it. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't either, friend. I wasn't either. So, yeah, I mean, all kinds of craziness that's happened. But, but we're going to talk about great things today on the show. Right, Jarrell? Amen. I got to give a shout out to everybody that came out to Taste of Sofu on Friday. You were there. So Taste of Sofu for everybody in in Atlanta or listening all around the world because of iHeart, you know, we're everywhere, right? Yep. Everywhere and nowhere. Even in Antarctica. Did you say everywhere and nowhere? Yeah, because, you know, once you're everywhere, you're so, like, broad that you're actually nowhere. We'll talk about it later. I don't, it makes sense we don't think about it. That is not. Okay. Don't think about it. All right. I won't. <laughs> I'm going to proceed. Um, so Taste of Sofu. Well, first of all, Sofu stands for South Fulton. Yes. And that is what we came up with for the eight cities of South Fulton County. So we rebranded that area, kind of like Soho in New York or SoCal. It's Sofu. And I specifically wanted to do it in this area because... People are always hating on South Atlanta, South Fulton County, right? Like, what's down there? Nothing, blah, 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 blah. I was like, oh, no, that's Sofu. And so we even renamed the magazine, Sofu Sofu Lifestyle Magazine. So people know there's a luxury lifestyle that exists in the southern annex, so to speak, of Atlanta. And um, and so I, I licensed the name, basically, to a friend of mine that wanted to start doing these these festivals and events all throughout the spring and summer in the eight cities of SoFu. So every year for the past two years, three years, COVID kind of messed things up. Thanks, COVID. Oh, the C word. Oh, gosh. The C- oh, gosh. <laughs> Jarrell, okay. It's a family show, friends. <laughs> I know. Just shake your head and keep on pushing. Um, and so we do this every, like, six, all the eight cities, we kind of move around every month and celebrate the taste of the city. Arts, culture, food, there's funds, there's games, there's there's local talent, there's local talent that's national, all these things. And so we kicked off in the city of... Sofu. Fairburn. Oh, Jesus. see, no, 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 no. Because no. You were there, friend. No, I was, but actually, I was thinking in my mind, I did not know it fun trivia question that it was actually called Cartersville at the point. Right, it was. And as someone who lives so close to Cartersville, I was like, what? You're like, that's my city. No, no, I do not know. That. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like, no, I'm really not bad. I'm really not No, 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 that is not what I meant by that. All right. Uh, so we kicked off in the city of Fairburn, and there had to be, like, through the end of the night, I hosted for. Cal, Casual Cal and I. Casual yeah. Cal, for those of you who don't know, is the original ringleader for the Universal Circus. Mm. So Cal and I hosted for four, no, over five hours. Yeah. It was a long night. We had so many. It was packed. 
It was packed. Yeah, people just kept flooding in. Parking was ridiculous. Flood- it looked oh. like a Disney parking lot. It was ridiculous. People just kept flooding in. But it was it was amazing. Thank you to everybody that was there that came out to support. South Fulton Chamber sponsors. One more question sponsor. City of Fairburn that partnered. Yes. Um, to the talent that came out. The South Fulton studio dancers. Julius Williams. Yep. Um, also, uh, had Jody some- Mayfield, the mm. jazz star, was amazing. Everybody was awesome. And so June 3rd, for everybody who follows me and was like, why didn't you tell me about it? Really? (laughs) Well, it was all over my stories. I posted it. It was on the SoFu Lifestyle. Like, I don't know what else you guys want. You want personal phone call from the MT Dubs? And you probably wouldn't pick up anyways with all these scam likelies going on. Because you would think I was spam. (laughs) Potential spam is what it would read. And so you wouldn't even answer. So for everybody who's listening, Real 1100 AM, Instagram, Facebook, iHeart, Team Replay, whatever. June 3rd is the next one in the city of South Fulton at the Southwest Art Center. We've got a celebrity taste off. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So people are going to make food. I guess I think some of the mayors are making food. And then we've got Kevin Savage, the actor that's going to. Um, taste food. Okay. I've talked to Nikki Gilbert. I'm pretty sure. Nikki, you're not going to let me down. Nikki is founding member of Brownstone. Yep. If you love me, say it. Oh! <laughs> Look at you, young buck. Yeah. All Ignore right. the voice change, y'all. All I was over for her. <laughs> um, and, uh, and so we've got a couple other. Uh, William Bodie, who just actually uh, is in the runoff now for labor commissioner. Okay. He's going to be He'll one be of our through. celebrity judges. Yeah. So we got some, we've talked to Millie Jackson. Millie did it last year and she was awesome. So we got that. We've got, you know, games and prizes. It's going to be a blast. June 3rd, Southwest Art Center, 6 p.m. You guys need to come out and then it's going to be in a different place every month. So I wanted to make sure that we gave a shout out to the Taste of Sofu and to Sheila Mance. Yes, shout out to Michelle. Who that is was the she? Her impressive. Are out of control. I just can't even attempt to keep up. All right, so we got a great show today. We got Vincent in the house with a bio as long as my hair on my head. Okay. And nice. my, my nice. hair's grown a lot. It actually has, though. That was a good save. It is. And you can't <laughs> tell because it's in a buzz today. A bun today, but yeah. And we got Coach Mustafa. I knew it was him. I knew who Coach Mustafa was. I could tell by his outfit. I felt like he meant business when he sat across from me. <laughs> so I was like, that's him. That's him. We got them in the house. We're going to talk professional boxing. We're going to talk about entertainment and 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 and, uh, and and films and and directing and rapping and singing and being great, strong representatives of society and forwarding the movement. movement. Am I right, guys? Correct. All of this and more on the next episode of Over the Top with Michelle J. Willis. That's not how we're going to go. Yeah. Shout out to Coke. Thank you so much. Always, Coke. Don't go anywhere. 404-603-8770. Over the Top. With Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100 AM. We'll be right back. Don't touch anything. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. What's up, guys? We are back. Back. Ready to attack. Just like a big mat. When you stack all the meat together, you don't know what the weather's gonna be like in the A.
You should come around my way. No, I'm just kidding. You should stay <laughs> over there with your <laughs> friends because I ain't messing today. I got stuff to do. I can't play. Not like Kid or his other friend. That's me. Okay. MT Doves. I slay. Oh, birds! Oh, my gosh. I didn't even, I wasn't even trying, Jarrell. It just came out like that. Coach Mustafa, did you hear me with the bars? What'd you think? Big V, you're in, look, you, this is what you do. Should I be, I should be signed, right? Should I have my own? Yeah. I mean, that was just, I wasn't even trying. I was just like, the bars were just, it's like they were stuck in my head like a beautiful melody. And when I opened my mouth, they just came out. That's right. Yeah. Yep. He's like, yeah, okay. <laughs> I was going to give you a glorious interest. Now I'm just going to be like, Vincent's here. Peace. <laughs> Welcome back, guys. It's Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Shout out to everybody on Instagram, Michelle Taylor Willis, and Facebook, Michelle T. Willis. iHeart, welcome. We are happy to have you in the house from wherever you're listening to. It's going to be a great show. Let me tell you something. We inspire here. We empower here. And everything we do is over the top because my people are over the top. The platform is over the top. The work they do is over the top. The messages are over the top. And by the time we are done at 6 p.m., guess who's going to be over the top? You are. Real 1100 AM listeners, if you're sitting at home, if you're driving home, if you're on Instagram, Facebook, you guys are going to be inspired today. And let me just give you a quick word. I want you guys to understand this word is brought to you by Credit Hub. Benji Nunn at Smart uh, Credit Hub Access. That's who's bringing you this word today. Your past doesn't have to be an indicator of the present. But... When the past is amazing and it set the stage for a glorious future, it has to be recognized. And everybody deserves flowers, Jarrell. I know you don't have a mic. You can't answer me. Thank you. Just gave your mic away. All right. I'll pretend to be you. Yep, you're right, Michelle. Everybody deserves flowers. Do I sound like you? No? Okay. I, I don't even know. Why am I talking to you? You can't respond. In the house today, we've got... Vincent, we've got Big V, we've got Major V, I'm call, I'm making up other names for him, but he has a proven history of success, guys, All-American, collegiate football, he played in the league, had a glorious history, he has been on some of the most chart-topping musical projects, Raphael Sadiq, Outkast, JT, Mary Mary, who I just saw at the Black Music Honors, they're still amazing. Nelly Furtado, I mean, pick somebody. Pick somebody. He's touched them appropriately. Appropriately. Pause. Pause. Let's take a pause on that. And he's done like production stuff. Y'all know Daddy's Little Girls with my favorite actor, Idris Elba. He just called me yesterday and was like, Michelle, please. And I was like, listen, you've got to stop doing this. It's embarrassing. It's just embarrassing, Elba. Because I call him Elba. Because, you know, we're kind of like, we're friends like that. I was like, go make another movie. And let me see how you're doing it. And then maybe I will star opposite you. Anyway, back to Big V. That's, that's the kind of stuff he does. But let me tell you what he's doing right now. Professional boxing. 
He is working with the greats and he is making us understand why this platform is great for our kids, why it's great for us as an adult. It teaches discipline, it teaches honor, it's athletic. And he is definitely, let, let me tell you something. If they're in the ring right now, and if they're gonna be great, this is the guy that's making it happen. So welcome, Vincent, to the station, to the according, I mean, over the top with Michelle Taylor. Oh, according to Michelle and the TV show. You're welcome. I'm gonna need you to say it like you mean it. You're a star. Say thank you, Michelle. Oh, wow. Say thank you, Michelle. Like, like third grade. Come on. Room. Thank say you. It, thank you, Miss Michelle. Oh, he said Miss Michelle. Oh, he got a little bit of voice to him, too. Okay. Yeah, oh, let's get him to talk. Let's get him to talk more. I'm just going to ask you open-ended questions. That's, there you go. Dang, got, I'm not even kidding, dude. Your voice is amazing. Anybody ever tell you you got a face for radio? I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean a voice for radio. You I get heard, it? I've See heard it? both. Yeah, but thank you. People I'm, being funny. I love your sarcasm. <laughs> <laughs> so in hour number two, when I start, don't hold it against me. Oh, oh, I can't. Oh, I'm waiting. Yes. There Come on. Go. I'm ready for you. I love it. I'm ready for you. Peace. And let me tell you who's going to help him or who is helping him accomplish all that he was built to accomplish. One of the top trainers in the nation right now. And let me tell you how I know he means business. In the world. In the world, okay. See, this is how we get him talking. Say the wrong stuff. Let him correct you. <laughs> Say the wrong stuff, and let him correct you. And all of a sudden, that that base just shines through. <laughs> in the world, Coach Mustafa. He's in here. His head is covered. His glasses are on. He's biting his bottom lip. He's like, oh, they ain't got no idea. Coach Mustafa is one of the top boxing trainers in the world. And he's from Queens. You know Queens. Queens, New York. You know they mean business. He's not. That's what's in your bio. I was born in Queens. Yeah, yeah okay, God, dang, God. You can look at me like, I'm crazy. Can I, can I, I'm like, geez, what happened here? God, you're making me nervous for a second. No, 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 we good. We good, we good. Okay, and he's smiling now. When he came in, that's how I knew he meant business, too, because he was just kind of sitting here like, no, I'm not going to smile. I mean business. I'm a boxing coach, for goodness sakes. Because why? What, we don't we don't laugh up in here. There's no smile. It's blood, sweat, and tears until I put yeah. that DMX on. And he was like, oh, what? <laughs> Thanks Welcome to guy. the show, Coach Mustafa. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'm seriously, I'm so honored to have you guys in here. I love it when we get people in here that I don't know about, but have done amazing things because it really is inspiring to our audience. We have so many people who listen to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis on Real 1100 AM. And um, they're, fig- they're trying to figure it out, right? Or they're figuring it out. And... The words that you say, your story, really can help people get to the next level, right? Right. And so I'm happy you're here. We were talking about past earlier. But some people some people let their past keep them from where they need to be. And I love using past, the past, to be sometimes an indicator of what's to come. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you've been amazing like your whole life. Talk to us about that. Uh, I don't know about it. <laughs> I mean, I you know, 
sports taught me how to really work hard yeah and be dedicated to what it is you believe in right and god gave me an ability and um during the time i was an athlete i also figured out that i was good at business Mm, okay and i was also a church baby so i was born pk uh pastor's kids great great i guess great my grandfather was a pastor okay yeah so i ran from it like so many other people i mean you know I'm 46, so my era, most dudes had a foot in the church and a foot in the street. Oh, yeah. Growing up in L.A. Sure. So you had to make some hard decisions early on in life. Right. Right. And I grew up in an era where the dudes in the street, if they knew you had an ability that wasn't in the street, they kept you out the street. Right. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Wow, that's dope. I can't remember how many times I was given... 10, 20, 50, sometimes a C note just to stay off the block, get away from the hood. Man, I listen, I love that. Because mm-hmm. they, they, they want to keep you. That That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, you know, you they gave you the opportunity to be great without being in the turf. Right. I didn't always listen. Just so many of us really didn't listen. Right. All the time. Yeah. But ultimately... Um, I felt like I made some decisions that put me in position to where I am today. And all those positions, all those decisions weren't uh, positive at the time, right? But everything happens for a reason. Right. Right. And the reason is, most of the time, is to be a, a light for people who need to see. That's right. Like how you mentioned earlier. So that's like my style of management. I'm not a beat you upside the head kind of person. We're going to communicate with you let you know why we're doing what we're doing and give you the opportunity to see for yourself, right? Because you're not going to fight or box forever. Mm. Soon you have to be your own businessman. And hopefully right. if you stay in boxing, you'll create your own promotional company. But, you know, that's something we'll obviously get into later. Okay, see, oh, both of them are warmed up now, too. Mustafa's laughing. Vincent's talking. <laughs> I mean, uh, that's a step in the right direction. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what we're here to talk, right? We are here to talk over 1100 AM, over the top with <laughs> Michelle Taylor Willis. Okay, so we're, did you know at a young age that you were going to be a great athlete? Like, was football always in the in the plan? To be honest, I didn't really start playing, or I didn't start playing organized football until I was in the 10th grade. I was too big. You know, coming from L.A. back in the days, we didn't have what they have now where you can have junior midgets, midgets, uh, bantams, baby bantams. They have like 12 different divisions now. Back in the day, it was like four or five divisions, and I was too big. So I played soccer, basketball, and baseball. Okay. And those were good because it helped me develop quick feet. Absolutely. Right? Absolutely. And I did that. Then when I got to high school... And again, I use. I'm going to keep saying growing up in L.A. because I, I mean, love it. You know, I uh, love it. the talent. The city was so rich with talent at the time. Like, uh, my, did the city know how rich it was with talent? Oh yeah. Okay. Like everybody from my friend of mine who recently passed away, Leon Blunt, to oh. um, Sean Polk. I mean, the Sharman Shaw, who is now Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Keyshawn Johnson, Lamar oh, wow. Like, it was yeah. Curtis Conway. Yeah. Like, it was so many dudes before me, with me, and even after me 
that were that were superstars. So we took football serious. Right. So what happened in the tenth grade? Like, what made you say? Okay. I wasn't tall enough to continue playing basketball. Okay. I played center. Oh yeah. Right? I'm yeah. not, and I had a rule: if you dunk on me, I'm I'm body slamming you. Wait a minute. Well, that's not fair. No, yes, it is. <laughs> He's like, I'm from South Central LA. Nah, I'm, no. I'm, I'm from I'm from Pacoima. I'm not from South Central. Pacoima. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So if you dunk on me, I'm gonna body slam you. Uh, yeah, the, uh, you're not gonna embarrass me more than once. <laughs> okay. Noted. Uh, let me yeah. make a note of that. Okay. All right. right. Got it. How's your work? <laughs> but so my tenth grade year, I was learning the game of football, and I learned under some wonderful people: um, Bobby Jackson, Elijah Raphael. He went to Washington State University, like uh, like dudes, you know. Now the term is dogs, right? But back then we would call them dudes, right? Okay. So they were they were dudes. Um, Alex Swatsky. My tenth grade year, the guys who were seniors that year, we had like a eighteen scholarships. Wow. Out of the starting twenty two, the starting eleven on offense, the starting wow. eleven on defense. So at that time, and my high school coach Robert Francola, like hard work and, and all the nuances that you needed to learn were instilled in. Right. And then I just so happened to have a gift from God to be. You're you're just, a beast. You're an athletic beast. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we got to use our gifts however they're That's given it. to us, you right? use football and basketball with boxing, whatever it is, you use that to create other sources of revenue or opportunity for yourself. I love, because we hear these stories, right, of professional athletes, mm-hmm. you know, pick a sport, Mm-hmm. That, I mean, they squander their winnings, right? I mean, we just saw the, um, I just saw a meme or something about um, T.O., who had made like $88 million or something, and he only had 500 grand. I mean, we don't know if these, you know, the numbers are accurate, but we know the stories are true, right? Right. right. Um, and some of that's because lack of knowledge, right? Lack of access to resources, all of these things. Um, but, and, and, and people that we put around us, are not the best people to be handling our money, family or otherwise, right? right. Talent management, whatever. Right. Um, and so I think, though, that there is becoming, when you were doing it, it was non-traditional, right? You play football and then and then that's it. Or you play basketball and then, you know, whatever the rest of your life looks like it was, is what it looks like. Mm-hmm. But we've got a generation now of athletes who are being bred and taught that you're building this, to put somewhere else when you're done because I can't do this forever. I talk to these young athletes now that are in the league mm-hmm. and they're like, I know I can't do this forever, right? And so the mentality has changed. I love the fact that, you know, business was on your mind then. Business, you were in the business of football to be in the business of something else. Yeah, I mean, I when I was young, like, I want my, let's see. So my junior year in high school, that's when Ray Lewis was at the University of Miami, right? Him and Derrick Brooks and all those dudes. And mm. Thursday night football was a big thing on ESPN. Oh, yeah. Right, yeah. and we would come home from Thursday practice because in high school you play on Friday night, so Thursday was, was whatever. And I actually used to box, too, when I was younger. So I would go. So you always had it in you. Yeah. <laughs> so Thursday nights we would hurry up and get home and watch. And it always amazed me how – Nike, Adidas, Reebok, 
all these brands like do like Ray would wear his, his jersey cut up. Right, 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 right. And then he had the visor, and then Derek Brooks and and every Warwick Dunn and and Rock Preston and all these dudes who played in the ACC. They were mesmerizing because of how they looked and how they wore their brands, i.e. Nike, because. Right. You know, the U in Florida State were Nike schools at the time. And you would always see, like, man, this is dope. But you always would hear about how dudes got to eat oodles and noodles after the rest of their scholarship money ran out, after right. they paid their rent. And then when I started going through the same thing myself, I always think back to, like, yeah, I'm, this can't happen I'm not forever. doing this, yeah. I'm going to make sure I reach out to somebody to where, you know, you understand if you make it, you need to be able to help out the ones that are coming after you. Right, right. right. And it's taking some time, but now we have the NIL, which a, a lot of... So I was going to mention that to you because mm-hmm. we interviewed uh, Luke Fedlam. Are you familiar? Mm-hmm. Okay, you know Luke. Uh, he was in here a few weeks ago, and he's part of this movement, obviously, to, to educate. And he get like, he works with high school athletes and mm-hmm. their parents mm-hmm. to get them to understand this... Theology, mm-hmm. right? What do you think about that? I think the NIL is the best thing that ever happened in college sports. Yeah. Because for so many years, Nick Saban, Nick Saban, I mean, because he's the main one crying about it, right? Uh, Lane Kiffin. I mean, all these dudes were making eight, nine, ten million dollars a year base salary. If their team won the conference championship, that's another two million they got. The assistant coaches got another four, four hundred thousand, five hundred thousand. They go to a bowl game, that's another million. Right. They win the bowl game, that's another two million. Mm-hmm. If they finish in the top ten or top five, or they win a national championship, that's another anywhere from five to ten and a half million. So, on paper, he's making as a head coach eight to ten million dollars a year. But when the season's over, he didn't make twenty-four million dollars a year. Yet the starting, the starting right receiver right. has to go to Chick-fil-A every day except Sunday because they're not open and hope that somebody could, you know, shoot him $20, $30 to be able to get something mm. to eat after practice. Because Come by the now. time practice is over, everything else on campus is closed. Wow. Like, people don't think about that. Right. right. So combat sports, which football is and boxing is, it teaches you adversity and dealing with it. And one thing that we have to continue to teach these young men and young ladies is when you leave the field or you leave the ring, that same mindset, you need to keep it with you. Right. When you right. How does that happen? How does that happen, Vincent? Because we know that if you make it to the professional level, even if you make it and you're an, and you're an All-American, you're an All-Star as a collegiate player, mm-hmm. there has to be something a little bit different in you. Right? It, it you restarts. You can't, you know, you, 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 that, that is something like you said, it's in the DNA, it's bread, it's a gift. We know it's in you. Mm -hmm. And then something happens when a lot of these players stop, you know, I don't have to work out anymore. Right. I still eat the same and don't work out. Right. Or like, what makes you think the discipline, like the discipline has to stay. I'm actually even more right. Because you can't, you don't have the activity to support. Right. What happened? What clicks off? Well, this is definitely something Coach can chime in on. But for me, from my personal experience, once my playing days are over, that first year after everything was over, I didn't watch football. 
I didn't go to no football games. I didn't go to no youth games. I didn't do anything. I worked out, but I didn't have the same fire right. as I had. Right. I didn't care if somebody called me to go to a SC UCLA game. I, I just wanted to chill. Right. Yeah. You need. It was right. like you needed a, a reprieve. You, you, you need a break, but that break sometimes sets in and allows bad habits. Got you. Got yeah. it. Okay. Hold tight on that. We got to take a quick break. I'm a couple minutes late going to break, but I love... I, I actually like your voice. I'm just going to go ahead and admit that. So oh, I like wow. how you talk. Okay. Uh, but but I love what you're saying. And I know that our listeners, uh, our 1100 AM listeners do as well. So we got to take a break. When we come back, it'll be 5 o'clock. Time for senseless shenanigans. We're going to learn more about professional boxing, football and boxing. The way to breeding the perfect athlete, right? The perfect mind. That's what, yeah. They, they're both now on their phones looking up. Yes, Michelle, that's right. You're yes. listening to Over the Top Perfect with Michelle Taylor-Willis right here <laughs> on Real 1100 AM. We got Instagram in the house and Facebook. When we come back, we're going to hear what is the senseless shenanigans. And then we got 5.30 Ask Michelle segment that's brought to us by Jen Auckland. Guys, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Cha cha to this Mardi Gras. I'm the dopest female that you heard thus far. And I do get better. The voice gets wetter. Nobody gets hurt as long as you let her. Do my thing with the 2022 slang. Cause little bit delight, the guaranteed delight. Cause to the hip hop brainy, the uptown maniac in full effect. MT Dubs is back. Yeah, no, well, that's because it was empty light, so it was already like it, yeah, it was, was already preloaded. It was late, yeah, exactly. It was <laughs> you didn't like my first bars, I, I thought they were good. Was, was Wait, why are you laughing, Vincent? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> It was already up here. It was already up here. Guys, welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. What's up, Iheart? What's up, Instagram? Hello, Facebook. Somebody texted me and was like, you know you're on Facebook Live, right? I'm like, I do. What have I said that I should not? What does that mean? (laughs) What exactly did I do? Because, you know, if it comes in here, it It comes comes out out. here. And so I have to really kind of... Be careful. It's 5 o'clock, guys. You know what that means? It's senseless shenanigans. Shenanigans! 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 All right, Jarrell, what you got for senseless shenanigans today? All right, y'all. Happy Wednesday. I hope everyone's having a good one. Uh, Riddle me this, y'all. How hard have you tried to skip work? Like, has there been moments where you, like, you called in sick or, you know, used the family excuse? Like, it, no. has it happened to anybody? No, I show up for work. I am a Johnny on the spot. The, this wasn't for Michelle. Like, Coach, has this ever happened to you before? Yeah. Okay, so it's happened to, it's happened to one of us before. This Georgia woman right here in our own home. Um, her name is Robin Falsum. Uh, colleagues became suspicious when they noticed that her baby bump was askew in a few of her pictures. Wait. <laughs> Long story short, a local Georgia woman faked a pregnancy to make sure that she got PTO, for those that don't know, paid time off, for seven to eight weeks. And <laughs> if this makes it even better, this is not her first time doing this, apparently. What? <laughs> this is just the first time she got caught. This goes back to 2021 is when she said that she had the fir- or the birth of her second child. Her second fake baby? Yes. The first fake baby was apparently back in late 2020. 
so where are the fake? Where? Okay, well, where are the fake babies now? Is what, what? The question. I don't. <laughs> the fake babies are in fake daycare. Oh my goodness! Wait. Yep. So what is the? Obviously, she's fired. But oh, like, what's I mean, the? Like, is there? Are, can you press charges? Like, is you that, know, honestly, y- you can because I guess with the paid time off that you know you're taking money from a business that is theft. That is, oh, you know, because right. that's what she applied for. It wasn't anything else other than that. Um, Folsom appeared to be primarily motivated by paid time off after she gave birth on May 1st, 2021. Mm. Uh, and ma- <laughs> she gave fake birth. <laughs> yes. Uh, and a man named... Hold on. This is where it gets sketchy, though. A man named Bran, I cannot pronounce the last name, emailed leaders at her agency claiming that he was the father of her newborn baby and said that the doctor had mandated for several weeks uh, of rest following the delivery. So crazy. Yeah, she got the fake husband that may or may not exist to email her real job that she's gonna be out for real due to a fake pregnancy. That's that is senseless. And you know what? There's a show I haven't watched it yet. My line sister was telling me about it. Um, it's called God, the 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 help. No, the nanny. <laughs> the seriously, it's on. No, Apple. but you said the help. I, I was know, like, <laughs> that's a movie. Okay, all right. But it's a it's about a woman who gets hired. To take care of a baby that is not real. Wait, what? Yes. Like, okay, so in the aspect of like the baby literally does not exist, or yeah, it's like there's a, no baby. And she took. Yeah, the no, I haven't seen <laughs> it. There's, I haven't seen it, but my girl, my girl was like, "You gotta watch it. It's crazy, because you don't really know that there's not a baby until." That like, sounds maybe. like some horror movie stuff. Exactly, but they're in season three right now. I think. Oh, so it's, it's a show. Be. It's okay. a whole show. They- how can you not have a baby for three seasons? I know. <laughs> st- I don't. That's how good it must be. I gotta check it out. Oof. So that's is she? Tough. So it doesn't. Where Where is this lady now? What is she up to? Uh, well, definitely charged with fraud. Um, by the state of Georgia, that was a given. Um, that That's kind of where it ends. Uh, literally. What? Well, she people, took her to court. Why don't people want to work? Oh, hold on. She could be found. Okay, so she goes to court April fourth, which I guess already. No, it's coming up or already happened. April 4th is that's gone, you know. It's gone. Okay, April 4th already happened. Um, We're in May, friend. Literally, she could be going to the prison for 25 years. <gasps> and pay Well, up. she got her wish. She never has to work again. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't never got to worry about showing that's up for a, a job. That's a terrible way to do that, though. There's so many other steps. This like, break your like ankle, you know, go to the doctor. It sounds like a protest that... Apparently, I, I did not hear the, the phrase maternity leave anywhere in the article. So, it's like she... She did that. She did that as a favor for somebody that there's no, there's no maternity leave, that she she's gonna have this fake pregnancy and this fake baby, and then has to send in an email saying the doctor says I need several weeks of rest after delivering the baby. So I, I feel like it sounds like a, a a social a social stunt, social shenanigans. It's social shenanigans. That's well, crazy. Well, no, the woman's name. I got another S word for it. Okay. Stupid. <laughs> Yeah, if you can find other there ways to get out of ways. work. I um, mean, there are so many better ways to not go to work. I, you I know, you, you you could just not show up. Could just not go That's to work. That's a. There's I mean, no lies. You get fired. But I get. You know what? People who do stuff like that, these real, it like, imagine if they took that energy and, and put did it towards something like, cause she, world she peace. might be able to create like, she might be a great creator. You know what I mean? She definitely created yeah, the aspect sure. of being pregnant for several years. She so. sure did. All or right. she she used all of her PTO and she needed more. And so the best way she knew how 
once through faking pregnant. I'll make me a baby, <laughs> but not really. This one's for you, Robin. Uh, wherever you are now, just stay safe. I don't yeah. know how to say That's the only advice I got for you. Stay, stay safe, safe with all that fake sex you're having. Yeah, for real. Yeah, all why did that ever come in the equation? Know, right? <laughs> well, she doesn't you. have monkey pox. You don't have to worry well, about she that. she doesn't have monkey pox. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, she's got that going for her. Thank <laughs> you, Jarrell, for sending the shenanigans. Oh, gosh, you're awesome. Uh, all right, well, guys, we got Vincent in the house. He is all things amazing. And one of the, you know, we talked about his professional football career. Um, he has worked with some amazing artists. He's, he's had his hands in a little bit of everything. But one of the really cool things he's done is he's worked with the Nobel Peace Prize Association. Like 99.9% of people can't ever say that. Um, which tells me that this is a servant leader. This is somebody in the community, somebody that wants to make people better. He is a legacy player. And if I'm guessing correctly, feel free to let me know, Vincent. Mm -hmm. He is somebody that leads with legacy in mind. Is that right? Yes. Leads with legacy in mind. Mm -hmm. And he's a firm believer that football and boxing should be the fabric and the makeup of our society, especially as we're breeding uh, young boys and girls. And so he's in the studio with us today. Uh, we've got his coach, one of the leading top trainers in the world, Coach Mustafa, who also has that same vision. And I just want to give you guys a quote from Coach Mustafa, which I think is amazing. The need for boring gyms, for boxing gyms, I said boring. I guess I am getting old. The need for boxing gyms in urban America is necessary. Boxing is one of the cheapest sports to get involved in, and in my opinion, something that our community needs very much. To truly be a great fighter, you must study film. My coaches taught me a lot, and I'm so grateful for what they gave me, but I've learned so much from studying and breaking down different styles. The need for boxing gyms in urban America is necessary. Why, Coach Mustafa? Because uh, for the most part, um, the average teenage black boy um, is getting pulled to the streets so much from YouTube, from music, from the neighborhood. My boy's 8, 12 years old, and um. I always promised to his mama, like, we ain't gonna go that route. You know what I'm saying? Like, she ain't gotta worry about uh, when he get out of school, if he could be in the street, he could be in the gym all night long. Or he's gonna be in the radio station with you because yeah. shout out yeah. to Coach Mustafa. His sure. son is right here and yeah. he has not, let me tell you something. Whatever you're doing with that kid, <laughs> he has been in the, he has not moved. He could be a statue. He is sitting straight up. Yeah. He's not even moving his head. When he looks at his dad, he just cuts his eyes left and right like an emoji. Go ahead. Yeah, like, the streets ain't gonna be an option. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You're going to go to school, you're going to get out of school, you're going to be in the gym all night long. You're going to be in there. You don't have to box, but you're going to be in here around other men. Right. We're going to be on YouTube looking up... Um... Sexy ladies. Yeah. Yeah. Some, some foolishness. Or yeah. Some, <laughs> some rap stuff and stuff like that. Gang activity. Now you right. do something good that um you should learn how to, really how to defend yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Without you know? guns. Yeah, and... without, without being... You don't gotta be a thug to be solid. Right. You know what I'm saying? You could be you could be a regular solid guy, um, 
obey the law. You know what I'm saying? What, obey your parents. What happened to the days where people just fought? Like, meet That's me over. on the playground. That's over. Meet me on the playground at 3 o'clock. That, that is over. And we're going, like, That's I'm over. laying pause. That's over. That's over. That's over. It ended before that. Yeah. What happened? Um, Money. Yeah. Guns, gang activity. Um, Want to be flying for pride. pride. Not getting beat up. I'm not getting beat up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, less fathers in the home. Yeah. We know stuff like that to where... You know, I mean, he's a little boy. One time he got in trouble at school. His mom said, um, you better not get in trouble at school. I'm like, yeah, you get in trouble at school. If you get it, he better hit back. You know what I'm saying? Right. So a little kid rolled right up thing and not, not good to fight. When he get grown, he don't know how to fight. So as soon as he get disrespected, he going to shoot. You know what? This is, this is hitting me as you're talking. This is, you are so right. Our kids don't even know how to defend themselves no. with... So the first thing that they're going to do, if they get confronted, they're not going to lose front of their friend and their girlfriend. I'm going to get me a gun. Right. How did you find him, Vincent? How did I find Brother Mustafa? Yes. Um, dang. Like a Finding Nemo question. <laughs> <laughs> um, I was introduced to Brother Mustafa. I can't remember who introduced me to you a few years ago. And then he and I have been building our own relationship over the past few years. And then last year, it was like, we're going to work together. We're going to work together. We'll figure at it out, airport. right? The and airport. then I see him in the airport. At, at, at Hartsville-Jackson? <laughs> yes. You know, I, right, because you're here now. You're here, Mustafa, right? Okay. Cool. And I travel a lot. So I'm walking through the airport. I said, Mustafa, man, I know you got some, you got some kids. And I also just... Um, started working with a young man, brilliant young man by the name of Sam Arnold III, him and his father, Sammy Arnold II. Great young man, great family. And uh, he was like, yeah, man. He said, well, who are you working with? I said, I gave over my list. And then I mentioned Sam, and he said, I got somebody for you. Mm. Come by the gym. And what a lot of people don't know is in any business, and especially in life as in general, following up is key oh yeah so oh my gosh yeah I, I assume when he told me the follow up he you know it happens most people don't follow up That's so right. i showed up at his gym and he was like what's up aki and aki yeah i keep me brother and, and, and ah, yeah, like arabic got right. it okay yeah. all, right, all right so uh he introduced me to kedrick uh, aka snipe yeah. and i've been managing him for about eight months now so you are literally now in the business of managing boxers. I've been in the business since 2015. That, but that's what you do. Like when if someone asks you what you do, I manage boxing. boxers. That's yes, what you do. Mm-hmm. So no more music because I know in your resume. Yeah, I mean, if, if it if it hits me, uh, there's a few. Like I have a young man I represent named Dalvo out of Tampa, Florida. Oh, but, I'm from Florida. Yeah. Send us, send us his music. We'll play it. Okay. Well, I definitely will. Yeah. yeah he's. He's dope. And then uh, you hear different things, but nothing that drives you the way that football and boxing drives me. Right. right? Because right. ultimately, those two things saved my life. Mm. Like, getting into the music game helped me learn business, learn nuances, understand pivots and contracts. Mm. But football and boxing helped save my life, like walking down the street and like Brother Mustafa just said, he, you have a decision to make. Either you're going to 
reach for something you know your cousins got or you gonna put them up right I I, I chose to put them up right. right right and you end up getting good with it but you don't want to be too proud you just want to be able to protect yourself because you know you you know how to you don't want to be a bully right mm-hmm. coach how did you move into the boxing space I've been boxing my whole life so since a little boy I mean, and I guess, too, right, growing up in Queens, like, you gotta no, I, be... Well, I grew up in well, South Carolina, Charleston. Okay, you're just born in Queens. I'm born in Queens, yeah. Got um, it, okay. My uncle fought for a world title. Um, my father fought, my grandfather fought, so I'm literally, like... All this I is know, your, this in your DNA. Kid, yeah. and, so um, did you know how to fight when you were, like, yeah, three? Yeah, I had about 50 <laughs> to 70 amateur fights. Really? Yeah, I did my thing, yeah. My son, two years old right now, he's, woo. He, he would hurt me, wouldn't he? He's a beast. Well, he get at them knees. He went viral like twice already. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, he does box. And oh, I was the same way as a little kid. Box. I boxed, boxed, boxed. I got older, and then uh, the streets got me. So do you, the, they did? The streets, the, the streets lore, got, the street life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? got me. So that kind of gave me more passion now to where uh, I hope none of them have to do like I did. Right. You know what I'm saying? And go down the bad path. Do you think? Well, obviously, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer this question. I was gonna say, do you think sometimes it's necessary for some people to go down yes. that path? Big okay, time. you do. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he just gave me so much. Like I fear that for him. I think of what I went through. I'd be like, me, me ain't never going to prison. You can't do it. No, nah, no. Nah, can't nah, do nah. it. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I almost like horror stories what I went through. You know what I'm saying? So. Right. Um. Right. I think, I, like, I think wow. it makes me a better coach mm. because um, it just gives me a more of a, I, I do out of love. Right. I don't want to see them go down, you know what I'm saying? Right. Path. I had a guy got shot last month, you know what I'm saying? It was, it was just, my mind was thinking, like, what can I do or say or something to keep them in the gym instead of on in the streets? Right. My gym on Glenwood. Yeah, and, uh, over in Decatur, you're, yeah, right? Yeah, it's pretty rough, you know what I'm saying? You always see stuff going on. I be feeling like over here, everybody over here doing something positive. Right. And you got to keep them busy. I remember my, my grandma used to say that. Yeah. Keep, you got to keep yeah. You got to keep those kids busy. Yeah. Keep I, them always, street, I always right? tell mothers, like, bring them. If you have right. a bad month, money can't pay this month, it don't matter. Just bring, bring them. Bring them. You know I'd rather them be here with us than out there doing nothing. We ain't doing nothing, they could do something negative. Guys, we got Coach Mustafa in the house. He's one of the top um, trainers in the boxing world in the world we've got Vincent in who has a beautiful history in all things but 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 football and boxing is what he does and he's now a manager of a lot of boxers right here on Real 1100 AM with Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis brought to you by Jen Ochnan fatigue to fabulous ladies do you feel a little fatigued are things not really going your way do you feel like you need to shed a little bit of weight then you need to call Jen Ochnan that's J-E-N-O-K-N-I-N dot com hit her up tell her michelle taylor willis got got michelle taylor willis sent you and she will get you right and then you need to get in the boxing gym with these guys so do you think can we pivot back are we too has the pendulum swung too far for us to get back to the meet you at the playground at three o'clock days that's why i said about um i believe we need more more boxing gyms my last gym was, ooh, a real sweat box. Thousand square feet, um, and we in there 100 deep. Last year, we was on Sports Center, we was on ESPN, I mean ESPN, 
Showtime, um, HBO. Yes. Really? Yeah, they came. It's, it's almost like Iconic Gym. You know, it's real small. So this isn't the same one that you're in Indicator no, 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 now? No, 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 okay. No. Call the street. Take right Davis came through. I mean, take coming doing a Ferrari on Glenwood. It's like, what the hell are you doing over there? Right, right. You know what I'm saying? What it is, is it's just us. It's our... Um, our golf club. You right. know what I'm saying? You got the hardest of the hard. You come here and you get busy. So and I believe that, um, like you say, you yeah, eight cities in Fulton County. You just said it by SoFo. Uh-huh. Look at you, SoFo. Okay. Pay attention. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. You can easily have eight small gyms in each city. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and, the, and say we only could snatch 10 kids. That's 80 kids. Right. That's not going to the street. That's right. You know what I'm saying? What, it what's costs the, a lot of money. It's cheap. What's the perfect age? Um, I start about five years old. Five. Yeah, that's when I usually start kids and yeah. my kids. Because they can start, they can start fighting at eight. So give a couple of years just to get acclimated, a good hobby, get out of school, come to the gym. You know what I'm saying? Just yeah. be around a lot, a lot, a lot of women. A lot of women are single mothers. Yes, and they need somebody to get. Yeah, I mean, you, know you know guys saying? can the, become. The, yeah, the, he doing bad at school. He toughen them up. You know what I'm saying? So, like that. so let me ask you, and we got to take another quick break. But when we come back, I want you to answer this in terms of, you know, and I know the same thing with, with football. It's, it's possible with any sport. But, like, if we start them too young, is, there, is, is it possible for them to have maybe traumatic brain injuries? If yeah, they they get, don't have yeah. to fight that young. Just train. Just training. Exercise. Got it. Um, he, got too, it. he had never fought before. But, got it. You know. Okay, hold that thought. Hold on, we got to take a quick break. When we come back, it'll be time for Ask Michelle, 404-603-8770. Right here on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. We got Vincent in the house. We have Coach Mustafa in the house. We got, these guys are legends already, and they're creating legends. And that's what we love. Come back, call in, talk to them at 530. We'll be right back. Hang tight, guys. Don't go anywhere. Michelle. That's me. What's up, guys? Welcome back to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis right here on Real 1100 AM. Hello, iHeart listeners. We got boxing manager uh, Vincent in the house, Big V. He has 13 different names. I want to call him W because he's got W on his sweatshirt and he's got W on his hat. I feel like he did that on purpose because he wants me to ask you what the W Means, but I'm not going to ask until I say we also has have brother coach Mustafa in that house, one of the top boxing trainers in the world. But I'm telling you, that's not the most impressive thing about him. The most impressive thing about him is that he has a heart for keeping our young boys out of the streets. And he is a legacy player, and he doesn't he doesn't care what it costs him or his people. But his only goal is to keep his boys and your boys and your girls out of trouble. That's what he does. Period. Point. Like he does it right here in Atlanta. In Decatur. Got a gym. You can bring your kids. He will train them. They don't ever have to fight. But what they will know is discipline, hard work. And they will know how to defend themselves without ever touching anybody's gun. Their bodies are the machines. Am I right? 
Definitely right. 100%. I'm killing the game over here, aren't I? Yeah, yeah. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, right. it's time for Ask Michelle. I believe we have a caller on the line. Hello, caller. Welcome to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Who's this? Hey, Michelle, come on. It's Mike Grant. <gasps> Michael uh, Grant! What's up? How you doing, girl? I gave you applause. I was going to see if my producer was going to do it, but he's like, no, I, I can't, Michelle. You've gotten enough applause today. So I'm giving your own applause. Mike, I'm so glad you called in. Guess who's in the studio? Who's that? Tell him. Mustafa, man. What's up, Big Mike? What's uh, uh Mo? Mustafa, I was training with you at, at Granite City. Coach Lopez. I got you, brother. How you doing, baby? I'm doing How you good. Doing? I'm doing good. How about you? Pretty good, champ. Pretty good, baby. Pretty good, man. I'm at the gym right now at Grand City right now. Exactly. That's what's up, man. I know you stay in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mike, is it such a small world? Yeah, it is. It is. It is. Well, actually, with boxing, uh, it gets even smaller. We've also got Vincent in the house. Vincent, do you know Mike Grant? I don't. So, well, Coach, I'm sure can uh, – can, can bring you up to date. But, Mike, we were just sitting here talking about um, the importance of urban boxing gyms to preserving our youth, so to speak, and keeping them out the street. What do you think about that? I think there's a, a, a marvelous uh, a, a, a idea going on right now because uh, that's what I'm, that's exactly that's what I'm here for as a gym right now because we keep the kids out of, out of the streets and uh and watching out for the bullying and all that stuff to protect them from all the full circle, protecting them. Yeah, you know, we didn't even talk about the bullying aspect, yeah, right? That's real. Too. That's real. Yeah. I mean, because that's, yeah. that's, that's crazy, too. I mean, cyberbullying, they bully you on the Internet and then come to school and bully you in your family. I mean, it's just like it's it's uh, these kids have a lot with which to contend. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know how to use their 10 fingers, yeah, no confidence in themselves, no belief in themselves. Yeah, they, no confidence. Exactly, yeah. no confidence. Because who's at home doing it? Nobody. I mean, no. everybody's busy working, working, right? Yeah. Exactly. Everybody's busy working. Um, yeah. Look, Champ, I know I owe you a phone call, and I am going to call you later today. I know we got to get up, but I just thought it was, I think it's amazing that you called. I mean, we're talking, we're, we're talking your, your language all day today on Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis. So I appreciate you calling in. That's just up. That's just up. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of it right now. <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you soon. See you later, champ. I sound so good. Thank you. So what is, what should people be doing? So people listening, right? And some people listen. It's not even just about keeping kids out of the street, like in the inner city. But I mean, like I have four boys, right? I mean, people who just want to instill discipline mm-hmm. and self-respect and mm-hmm. confidence and teach these kids how to fight mm-hmm. what should what's the first step what do people need to do um they probably contact me or just come to the gym i have women training as well i want to get fitness get in shape um anger issues whatever they come there and they work out so it's pretty much a good vibe for everybody so i'm glad you mentioned this anger issues <laughs> this is mental health awareness month it is okay do you think that if we can use boxing, of course, to work that you know where I'm going yes, with this. Yes, yes, of course. So why don't we? Why why can't we take? Why don't we take that angle with help? Because I mean, you saw the guy. Uh, oh wait, who was it? Just uh, in Atlanta. This was last week. That went into the restaurant. Fogo de Chao. 
on mm-hmm. Piedmont. Did you see that? Yeah. The kid that went in there and yeah. he and they said he had mental health. Yeah. Like it, some of this is just pent up anger, right? Yeah. For straight, a, a, not knowing a lot, a lot how. A is pent up anger. So why, like, should there be a campaign or something? Like, I believe it should be. Should be more. Should be more um, awareness on it, marketing. People can know that you getting too upset, you getting frustrated, and come to gym and work out. And if you go home, you probably feel a whole lot better, be more relaxed. You know what I'm saying? To just take your mind off of it. I think we're on to something here. Yeah, I got a lot of females do that. When you see, they may be gone for a month or two when they come back, and I need a good week, coach. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Maybe her and her boyfriend broke up, but she just goes through things. She needed something to just, you know what I'm saying? A little woo-saw moment. So, you know, she come to the gym, you know? I, um, <clears throat> you know, I was a boxer in my former days. I did a little bit of, okay, wait, seriously, I do have a boxing story. You want to hear? Yeah, here it go. When I was in college, we had this thing. I went to University of Florida. You went to FAM, you said, right? Yeah, okay. Yes. Um, and we had Congo Craig's at the University of Florida. Congo Craig's was like a bar, uh, but, it, you know, bar, club, whatever. But at the top, there was a boxing ring. And <laughs> what you would do is you would go, and they would always do fights. And whoever won the fights could get tokens to get free drinks. I went to a white. I wanted to PWI. Yeah. So this, this is what we did for fun, guys. Vincent's like, uh huh. Yeah. We got There you go. Oh, that's the sarcasm. I see. It's coming I got, out I got an event called Spar Wars. We do it every every other Friday night. Spar and what Wars. it is is. Um, Wait, I didn't finish telling you my story right. about being in the ring. You missed oh, the you, best Oh, part. you got in there. That's what I'm telling uh, you the story. Okay, see? Okay, 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 okay. Oh, okay. wow. Yes. So she what happened? Yeah. Oh, my, oh, I'm about to listen. I'm about to destroy this. For Did you, your right? legal people come cheer you? Okay. On? Listen. So, <laughs> so what happened? See, now he I opened up the floodgates, and now he's just going all in on it. Okay. Nah, so what happened? So what? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even close. It's like I'm not even scratching the surface here. All right. So this one night at Congo Creds, I convinced my girl. I was like, Yo, let's get in the ring. Let's fight. Cause I'm a risk taker, right? And I like to have fun. So it's like. Whatever. Yeah. I'm like, it's for Drake. Like, what's the worst that can happen? And so she was like, all right, cool. So we did tag team boxing. Okay. All right. So it's her and me. We're both black. And there was two white chicks that we boxed. <laughs> That's the first time I've ever been in the ring. And let me tell you something. That is it 30 seconds or a minute? How long are the? It's three minutes. The three minutes. Oh, it's three minutes. Yeah. Let me tell you something. That was the longest three minutes yeah. of my life. When you're watching boxing. It looks- it looks, it's like, it's three minutes. Like, what's the problem? Like, what are you doing? Why you look so tired? Yeah. Why are you letting them beat you down like that? That three minutes will literally destroy you. Yes. So we did the first one. You know, we got in. We're like, oh, that's tired, man. That's hard. You know, whatever. I tag out. She comes in. She's like, you know, whatever. That was kind of like getting, everybody's just, nobody's really hitting each other. You know, warming you just kind of, yeah, we're just warming up. The second round we go in, I go in. And I was like, okay, I'm getting in. Now I like I get it. I'm, I'm getting getting loose. I come back out to tag my girl in, Tamika. And she's like, no, no. <laughs> I can't I can't go in. She's hanging out there. So you had so you had, you, you had to So I had that. to go back in. So then the other chick, she tagged in. I go back in. I was Fresh like, man, I tore her. Uh, yeah. Oh, I was like, boom, boom, boom. I had her on the ring. I mean, on the, the rope. Yeah. I had her on the rope. I was like, ah, 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 
out. She's going in like this. Everybody's like, Michelle, Michelle, Michelle. And then all of a sudden she put her she put her boxing gloves up like this and she was like, It's just for fun. <laughs> it's just for fun. And then the the Mercy the, Rule. The the uh the Empire, not Empire, but who's the Re- guy that referee. Yeah, referee. Yeah, yeah. I know. He was like, All right, ding, 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 ding. All right, that's enough, that's enough. And they gave me like a hundred Congo coins. And I had I had drinks wow. for like weeks. That's my boxing story. That's what's up. You got to go one yeah, there. So that yeah, was you didn't go out back. What you think? We're going to go out back? So you, you didn't go out back? No, I didn't. No, yeah, man. I business. destroyed him. That's and my girl, about. she could, she was like, ah, no, no. <laughs> she probably drunk with you too, though. <laughs> she was like, yeah, I'll take some of those coins. I was like, hold on, friend. Yeah. Okay. Listen, this is, you get sure. one. I give you an E for effort. That's it. Exactly. <laughs> but I got my point, though, is that it's crazy. It's, that's it's hard work. No wonder everybody's so caught up. Very you were talking about Spar Wars. Yeah, you got to think of Spar Wars every Friday night, every other Friday night. And um, we have a DJ come out, and it's, it's for people that have basically no boxing experience. Okay. So not for experienced guys. People off the street that may got a beef with somebody or just think they tough or think they hard. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they can, they can come and hit. You know really? It's good. Women come, they sit down and chill. You know what I'm saying? It's just fun. It's, it's a good... Two or three hours, good vibe, and um, it's dope. So, do, what do you pay? Do you sign? I want to nah, come do that. Pay. Just, just come sit down and look. So, just come. So, yeah, you mean you like watch the little jokers hit? When's the next Friday? Uh, next Friday. Next Friday. Next Friday, Spar Wars. Okay, it's called Spar Wars at the Decatur Gym. Yeah. Okay, tell give us the location. Thirty nine eighty seven Glenwood Road. Thirty nine eighty seven Glenwood Road. That's in Decatur. Okay, Indicator, Georgia. Guys, you got to, all right. See a big black sign out front. If you come in there, you will have fun. You will enjoy yourself for sure. I want to bring my I want to bring my boys in. I mean, oh, Glenn, I mean, Decatur is far from, not far, but it's on the other side of the they city have, from they where have, we they live. They, they have fun. But I want to come do Spar Wars. Would you pair me up? You'd pair me up with another woman, right? Course, you wouldn't, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, he might put me with like a 13 year old kid. That nah, might nah, be nah, my, nah. that might be my boxing level. <laughs> nah, I'll find, find another woman inexperienced, and you know y'all going in. You know. And then that's how you do it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. All right. We got to take another quick break. When we come back, I want to make sure people know exactly how they get to you, how they find the gym, cost, you know, pricing, all that stuff, okay. so that we can get and um and how people get to you. And we'll close this in. Can y'all believe it's been you? We've been on the radio for two hours. No, I don't see that long. It doesn't seem like that, all right? You ready to go home? Look. He's like, I can't stand talking. Nah, I'm good. I the voice, know. though. Y'all uh, might need to have like a boxing podcast. Uh, yeah, that'd I mean, be dope. yeah, there are a few of them, but I think we may do well. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. All you got to do is talk every forty-five to ninety seconds. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, it's over the That's top with thoughts. Michelle Taylor Willis. We're right here on Real 1100 AM with Vincent and Coach Mustafa, the boxing gurus. When we come back, we're going to find out how you can support their businesses and maybe get your kids or yourselves involved in boxing. And then we're going to wrap this thing up. Don't go anywhere. We will be right back. Michelle. 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 Take this one here for me and my DJ. Well, 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 guys. It is 5.50. And uh, we've been in the studio again for another two hours. I can't believe it. It, feels, it always feels like the time goes by 
so fast. What do you think, Coach Mustafa? Yeah, I agree. Yeah? yeah. You had a good time? Yeah, wonderful time. Um, we had Coach Mustafa in here. We got Vincent in here, former um, football, uh, you know, music, uh, music, music. I can't, what are my words? Like, my synapses stop firing. Sometimes I think at 5 p.m. Um, Nobel Prize associated with the Nobel Peace Prize Association. But basically, legacy. We've got legacy builders in here, legacy creators, servant leaders here for the community. And they've used their past to make sure that not just your their present is good, but to make sure that your present and your future and your kids' present and your kids' futures are what they need to be. Talk about using your resources for everybody else's gain. I mean, like, what if everybody in America did that? What if everybody in the world, what if you used your talents for other people? What if you used your money for other people? I mean, what would the world look like? We don't even know. We have no idea of what that concept looks like. I do, because I'm sitting across from it, though, right now. Coach Mustafa, RBG Boxing Gym Indicator, right? Yes, Give ma'am. us the website, the phone number. How do people get to you? Okay, my gym is at um, 3987 Glenwood Road. My website is Mustafa's Boxing. I can be contacted at 762-201-0077. And, um, yeah, this is a real great community gym for everybody. Instagram, Facebook, any of that? Instagram. My Instagram is at, at Mustafa's Boxing. I don't have Facebook, but um, yeah. Boxing or boxer? Bo- boxing. 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 B-O-X-I-N-G. Yeah, awesome. Real good page. Put out great content. And um, yeah, it's great. And anything, any final words, anything you want to leave us with? Um, We need more gyms. We, we need to get more, more people in the gym, more youngsters in the gym, more women for fitness to come in the gym. And, you know what I'm saying? Um. Lose weight, sweat, because that's a big thing I can read as well. It's oh, yeah. Obesity we and stuff even, like that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I believe it can hit, it hits us in every kind of way. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much you for welcome. coming in. Thank you for letting me have a little bit of fun thank you. with you. But it. most importantly, thank you for everything you do you to welcome. save our youth. Uh, sure. As somebody with four black boys, I'm saying hats off to you. Thank you. I have three. So, yeah. Hats off. Mr. V. Yes, ma'am. Big V. <laughs> Vincent. Fun. Yes. The V. She's really enjoying this. <laughs> She's supposed to. Right. <laughs> the very good voice. Oh, VGV. Very good voice. You see, that, that wasn't oh. even trying. It just landed on me. Mm. Thank you for coming in. <laughs> thank Seriously. you. Seriously. And thank you for partnering and seeing greatness. Thank you for using your greatness. To find other greatness. Oh, no doubt. And using it to create and build greatness. Thank you very much. Seriously. And using your resources, your time, your talent, your treasure. I appreciate it. To collaborate and make us all better. Thank you. Any final thoughts? Anything you want to leave the people with? Um, This was fun. Thank you for the opportunity. Saturday, June 18th, Samuel Arnold III is fighting on the Jamel Charles. Undercard in Houston, Texas. Um, Kedrick White will be fighting on July 9th in Miami, Florida. Uh, Sabri Farouk will be fighting on July 9th in Miami, Florida. 
uh, one of our pups, he broke his hand from obliterating somebody on Saturday. Dang. Yeah. He said Mar- obliterating. Marco. Yeah, it, it lit. am I wrong? So, nah. Nah. <laughs> so, yes. And uh, Latif, we're getting ready to head to the motherland with one of my clients, Latif Coyote. So this is, I thank you for the opportunity to mention these brothers' names because they work very hard without any fanfare or any kind of celebratory uh, influence right now, but they're coming. Well, let's give them their flowers. They're, they, they're coming. Let's give them their flowers right now. Thank you guys so much. I cannot believe it's time. It's over. We've had this time together. Just to have a laugh or sing a song. Is that Carol Burnett? Oh, you know, it's a time we have to say <laughs> so long. You got it. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, thank you so much for tuning in to Over the Top with Michelle Taylor Willis, where we bring you Everything over the top, empowering people to empower people. That is my brand. And I tell you guys all the time, if you can figure out why you were put on this earth, surround yourself with people who believe in the vision, who are smarter than you in ways that you are not, and find a way to monetize it, the world will be your oyster. And you, too, can be a legacy generator, a legacy builder. It's not that hard. It doesn't take rocket science. He gave it to you. He gave it to you to make everybody else better and that's my friend is what significance is i'm here every wednesday at 4 p.m right here on real 1100 a.m and on iHeartRadio. check me out at michelle taylor willis on just about everything thank you to our sponsors coke united credit hub access benji nine jen ockman pristine and clean tv installations and of course the dope boy deacon make sure you check out his book, I'm going to wind down Wednesday right now, so I am out. You've been over the top with Michelle Taylor Willis. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. on The Real 1100. Night, Michelle.